Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. I'm Anthony. And I'm Amy. And together, we talk about applying God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. All right, we are back. Welcome once again. Welcome, everybody. To Grace and Peace Radio. I am your host, Anthony. And I am Amy. And we are very thankful that you are here. Mm-hmm. You know, we see the stats each week and we see people listening and that is an encouragement to us. And we hope that you are encouraged as well. We do hope that. That is that is our goal every week. Hey, you know what? That would be a great podcast episode. What's that? Encouraging the Saints. <gasps> yeah. Wow. wow. Great idea, honey. Well, I can't <laughs> even take credit for it. Because you know what we're talking about today? Encouraging the saints. Encouraging the saints. And that was your idea. I did think of that as we were, I was brainstorming ideas for the podcast. And Now, what, what made you think of that? Not sure what specifically, but I think because during my break, I was writing notes to people. I was, you know, catching up on some actual snail mail correspondence. This wasn't just text messages and messenger, wow. although I utilize that too. But I was actually writing notes to people. Not Christmas cards. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's that's where I thought about that, is the idea of encouraging one another within our church family through notes. What are some thoughts you have about encouraging? What does it mean to encourage? To me, it's staying in touch with and letting people within the church body that you interact with, maybe that you don't interact with all the time. Sometimes that's even more important. That you know, you've heard a prayer request or you've heard someone say, so-and-so is going through such and such. And just the idea of sending them a note and trying to encourage them or say something funny or, uh, you know, sometimes give them a Bible verse, but most of the time I don't don't even necessarily do that. I guess I thought about it too because my mom is great at that. Mm. I mean, she I call it her note ministry because she's excellent at picking up cards and sending right. notes and that kind of thing. And just the very word in English, it's this idea of giving courage. That someone who is discouraged, who is without courage, who is who is, you know, lacking in some way, when we encourage them, we give them a boost, you know, wind mm-hmm. in their sails and mm-hmm. so forth. And yeah, they and, us. And they us too. Yeah. Because sometimes I know as we've gotten encouraging notes, emails, text messages, uh, when I say notes, I'm sort of encompassing all of that. Sure. Although I will address the idea of physical notes. Um, but as as we have gotten... Uh, encouraging notes from people. Sometimes it's just been at the right time that we really needed needed that boost. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I looked it up, and in the in the Greek, it means to to come alongside and to call or invite or bid, it, and it can mean to urge. It's also used to comfort. Is another word. Okay. We have a lot of Bible verses about it, and I, I don't. You know, I don't want to just 
spit out a right. concordance of verses. <laughs> but are there any verses in particular that, that come to mind when you think of encouragement? Well, two that I looked up before we got started and I think are applicable. Romans chapter 15, verse 5, where it says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus. And when I got to thinking about that, it does bring a spirit of unity. When you've reached out to someone who is part of the church family, I believe you become closer to that person. So it does foster that spirit of unity, I, I can think. I that. Yeah. Another verse that uh, came to mind as I was looking things up is in Hebrews, and it's in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, and it's one that's more well-known for the whole idea of not forgetting to meet together. Right, and, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause there for a second. Okay. Do me a favor, back up and read verse 24, too. Oh, okay. All right, so we're in Hebrews 10, and we're going to start 24 and do 24 and 25. 24, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Verse 25, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So yeah, 24, I totally missed that. That's, uh, Mm -hmm. again, encouraging one another as we meet together, encouraging those who aren't able to meet for whatever reason, you know, illness or something. And it's exactly what you were saying with the Greek definition of, in from verse 24, of we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So spurring each other on. Right. Did you have any that were, um, that you found? Yeah, yeah. First of all, one that you wouldn't necessarily go to right away when you think of encouragement, and I don't know that it would come up with a straight up um, concordance. If you just looked up a concordance, but in Mark 8, 2 through 3, this is where Jesus is feeding the 5,000. It says, this is Jesus speaking, I have compassion for this crowd because they have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way. For some of them have come a great distance. What we see there is, again, our Lord's heart, that he sees the crowd He has compassion for the crowd, and he loves and has compassion uh, in such a way that he doesn't want them to leave hungry because they'll faint along the way. And so when we we give encouragement to others, we we are seeing the crowd. We are having compassion on that person. We don't want them to be hungry. And we want to, in some way, shape, or form, give them something that will help them not faint along the way. I think that's excellent. I really do. That I see all of that as fitting into the idea of encouraging the saints. You know, whether it's we're following his model with a word, with a hug, a, a note, a card, you know, a cup of coffee, a mm-hmm. meal, whatever. But yeah, so I, I think that's it. I'll throw a couple of verses out there that one would find with a concordance. Ephesians 5.19, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, 
and spiritual songs, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord? Yeah. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up or edify just as in fact you are doing. Excellent. Your concordance is better than my concordance. <laughs> and part of it, I was just trying to also think of what verses, where have I heard encourage before, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Hebrews 3 says, But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. I did have that one written down. So, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, like like you, I had Hebrews 10, 24, 25. Before we get into the, the nuts and bolts of ways we can encourage, mm-hmm. I did think of, I guess, a couple of thoughts about encouragement itself. In other words, why encourage? In fact, as far as I know, I'm not an expert on world religions, but... I don't know that there's anything like what we see Christianity teaching about encouragement, say the Christian doctrine of encouragement. I don't think there's anything like it in any other world religion. I don't know that there's any such thing in Buddhism. I don't think there is. I don't think so. I don't think in Islam. I believe that culturally in Islam, hospitality is important. I Yeah, that one's that's a biggie. And even caring for the poor to some degree. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's nearly what encouragement is in Christianity. So, you know, again, how God gives us encouragement in the faith is unique to Christianity. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's really a testimony and a testament to the uniqueness of Christ from whom all of this flows. That was just kind of a No, I think thing. I think that's an excellent side note. We just got this email from a reader who finished reading Ant's new book, Jesus Changed Everything. He says, love the book, my friend. It's a nudge book. If one has some interest in Christ, this book will nudge him or her closer to a commitment. If on the fence, this book could nudge one on over. Really love the engineers testing the bridge model slash believer stress testing his beliefs. Also really like the car out of alignment comparison to our wayward hearts. Favorite quote idea was Mary at Cana saying, whatever he says to you, do it. We do whatever he tells us. So just wanted to share this with you. We're excited about this. We've been very encouraged by the feedback we've gotten. This is just one of them. It's available on Amazon. And if your church is interested in bulk copies, we have the ability to do that. So please just contact us at graceandpeaceradio.com. Thank you so much. I do have seven, seven quick thoughts about encouragement. These are just simple sentences. They're nothing major. So I'm going to rip right through these. And then let's, talk, let's get into the, more of the nuts and bolts of what, whatever it is that you want to mention. No, this is great. Number one, and these aren't really in any particular order, except the order I thought of them. (laughs) (laughs) So there's order. So there is order. We are called to love one another. Number two, encouraging is a way to show love and care. Agreed. 
And by the way, even as we talk about encouragement, yes, there's this idea of encouraging others, sparing them on to love and good works in the faith, encouraging believers, but also it's a witness to our unbelieving loved ones and friends and co-workers when we can encourage them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So again, God's ministry of encouragement, this, this fragrance of something positive in this dark, sinful world can be a witness to the lost. So we are called to love one another, number one. Number two, encouraging is a way to show love and care. Number three, God encourages us so we ought to be busy encouraging others. Exactly. Yep. I mean, that's what the scriptures are replete with encouragement mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scriptures themselves are encouragement from God. So there's that. Number four, we all need encouragement. Yes, absolutely. Number five, when you encourage others, you are serving the Lord and doing what is pleasing to him. It's a ministry. It's a ministry. That's serving. And we'll talk about some aspects of ministry, of serving, because it does take something to encourage, which we'll get to. Mm -hmm. Number six, when you encourage others, encourage other believers, I mean, when you encourage others, you are literally building up the church of Christ on earth. You are, in some small way, doing exactly what the scriptures just talked about. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore encourage one another and build each other up. Or you're helping encourage others so that they may not be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Or you're encouraging them all the more as we see the day approaching, that we look to the Lord. So it's a way to build up the church. And I don't know what verse it is, but it, it popped in my head in context with what you were saying about suffering, that when we suffer... Mm-hmm. Second, we, I think it's Second Corinthians 1. Okay. Then we learn to yep, encourage are, others yep, and give are, comfort. Mm-hmm, yep. We comfort others, but the comfort that God himself gives us. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think what's important in that is, as we all know, and we've all in, encountered this, when we're suffering... It's very easy to think that you're the only one that's gone through this or that there's no other believer that is is suffering as you're suffering. Whatever definition you want is suffering. So sometimes if you're reaching out to an individual that you know is suffering and you maybe have some insight into what that suffering is from your own life, that can go a long way to really helping that person just feel relieved that they're not alone. Sure, sure. It's, it's not just them. I remember a story of a church we were at, and this has happened actually at numerous churches, and it, it probably happens at every single church every Sunday. A widow will come alongside and comfort a new widow. Yes. So that's an example of that. Mm-hmm. Which actually brings up the the last point I, I wrote down. When you encourage someone, you are coming alongside to help someone who at that moment is is wobbly and unable to stand on their own. So you are literally taking their arm, putting it over your shoulders, putting your hand behind their back and helping them along. That's in that an moment. excellent way to put it. Yep. What are, what are some other notes that you have there about encouragement? 
Well, we've we've talked about the idea of writing notes, text messages, messenger, cards. All of that's valid. I will have to say, though, that I would encourage you <laughs> to physically write a note, whether you're writing a note in a, in a blank card. I tend to try to find cards when I'm at thrift stores that are possibly blank inside, but just have a real pretty picture on the outside. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that. I will, I'll write in that way. If it's a blank card, I can sort of mold it to whatever the situation is. It's mostly just that it's something pretty. Mm -hmm. And then I write in it, whatever. To me, there is, especially in these days of all the technology, there is something of physically getting a card in the mail, some power in that. I think people don't expect it anymore. It shows that you took time. That's true. Whether or not the person realizes it, it's conveying, you're important enough to me that I stopped what I was doing, wrote out this card, even if it's just a sentence, Mm -hmm. thought of you, put this, picked out this card, wrote a little something inside of it, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, walked over to the mailbox and dropped it in the mailbox. It cost you a little something. Time, stamp, card. All of that. Looking up the address. You know, just the idea that, kinds of yeah, things. thinking of the right words to say. Mm-hmm. It just is a way of showing that you care. Right. And it, it goes across demographics. I mean, obviously, older folks are used to that. I mean, they're they're used to mail. But even, you know, the older folks, they're gotten used to their technology to a certain degree and getting text. And I'm not saying that sending a text message or message or whatever isn't the right thing to do. Don't do that. I do that all the time. You know, I just right. shoot out a quick sentence to someone that comes to mind that, oh yeah, I know they're going through such and such or, you know, such and such a procedure's happening today. And so, you know, send out a quick text to let them know that I'm thinking about them. Well, plus you don't have the three days for it to get through the mail or whatever right. it is. So right. there's that. Yes. So there is something about the immediacy mm-hmm. of that. But it's really not that difficult as far as notes are concerned. Most churches have a directory, and now they're electronic, so I've got mine on my phone for our church. Or if you don't know what the address is, and your elders and your deacons, they all have that information, and they're usually willing to give it because you're part of the church family. Mm-hmm. But it's not that difficult to to find that information. So I would, I really would encourage that. You had mentioned something about the whole idea of sending. Oh, Right. One of the ways that we can encourage people, and it's not just the idea of psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, as we read in Ephesians, the ways we can encourage others are limitless. Mm-hmm. A smile, a joke, something like that. Just just today at church, somebody said, I said, oh, good morning. And they said, your voice is always so, so positive. And they were so, you know, it... it they just smiled. Now, I had no idea I was doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I encouraged someone just by saying good morning and how I said it. Who knew? Right. Right. My point is, the other day, I was in the thrift store and I saw a couple of old The Far Side cartoon mm-hmm. books, collections. So I bought them and a couple of them were actually cut out. Then I realized, hey, you know what? That's a great idea. Next time you send a card or something to someone, drop a far side in there. You know, I mean, they're they're funny and sure. So you know, a cartoon or some something like that. A lot of times, a lot of the guys that I will text, 
I'll drop them a, a funny meme, mm-hmm. something I find on the web, and I think, oh, so and so would appreciate this. You know, it's Star Trek, so this guy will like it, or it's right. this, and this guy will like that, or and it's a way of just saying I'm thinking of you. Well, if you think about it, my mom does that with us all the time. Yeah, you know, she'll she'll collect uh, cartoons from yeah. the newspaper. Yeah, and then send them to us. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the idea of encouragement as ministry. And that's exactly it. It is ministry. Ministry is serving. It's using the gifts that God's given you to build up, to, to either share the gospel with the lost, to, to model Christ to the lost, to the world, or specifically to encourage and build up the saints. So you're exactly right about that. What are some other ways? I mean, I thought of some other ways, but do you have any other ways that you would you can encourage others? Really in line with what you were saying too as far as it being a ministry is you don't have to train for it. You don't have to have a huge theological background. You just need to be yourself and and be kind and compassionate and and loving. I thought you said be myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we might want to ratchet back. Maybe, on that. but you bring up a good point there because maybe that's why I don't get a good reaction when I'll send a card out to someone. That might be. And it, I just here I am trying to be encouraging, and I just write, "Dude, well, we, we, suck it up." <laughs> well, we have discussed over the years your um, quote unquote gift of to encouragement. Me, that's that's encouraging, dude. Yeah, suck it up. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. All right. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm just kidding. He is kidding. But we we do kid about that a lot. Another ministry, I hug people. Now, these days, I do ask before I do it because, you know, just life has changed. But I get such a positive reaction. Yeah. 99% of the time of, you know, can I hug you? Yeah, sure. And people just enjoy that contact. Right. And my mom has done the same thing for years. I mean, she she considered that part of her nursing. Yeah. In as far as giving residents hugs mm-hmm. and stuff. So I definitely think that's part of it. We've already talked about encouraging others with our time. And again, ministry costs. Whatever you're doing, it costs you time, it costs you something, but the point is you enjoy it and you're doing it to the Lord, and so he'll pay it back. I mean, you're not losing anything in, oh, in the, not. the bargain, I guess you could say. But ways we can encourage others would be our time. And again, that's meeting up for a cup of coffee or a meal mm-hmm. or something. Our ear, to listen well, is to love well. I like that. I, I would encourage you listeners, for if you're not used to the idea of learning to listen to people, ask the Lord to help you get to know that ministry more because it's a powerful ministry. When you can sit there and just let somebody talk and just listen. And really hear what they're saying and not planning what you're going to say. Right. Be- because you get, you end up not hearing what they're saying if you're you're already in your head planning what your next words are going to be. Just sit there and listen and hear what they're saying. Okay, you can oh, okay. talk now. Okay. <laughs> nice. I didn't want to be a hypocrite. Oh, 
That's great. But no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I already talked about it. We talked about our ears. Just using your voice. We, I already talked about that. Use however God has gifted you. If God has gifted you creatively, well, then you might design the card that you send them, mm-hmm. for example. If he's gifted you with cooking or baking, or you might bake something or cook something. If he's gifted you monetarily and you're not a good cook, you might just buy, buy them a gift card on the meal train or, or whatever it is. Or when you're together, you pick up the check for the right. meal. If you're an organizer, there are ways you can help someone who maybe needs organization. Or I suppose even the idea of if somebody's got a real need of paperwork and contacting people, well, you make the phone calls for them, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And then, of course, like I said, writing, humor, et cetera. Right. I know one time I helped a friend out who needed to deal with something with Social Security, and she just got totally tongue-tied when she was trying to call these people on the phone. And so, you know, I offered to help her with that because I work for a state university and I'm pretty used to bureaucracy. Right. So at the time, I was able to work through some of that to help her at least get to the next step. I was think I was trying to challenge myself as we were talking about this. Is there any way that God has gifted someone that could not be used in some way, shape, or form to encourage? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Even if you are a computer programmer, you can encourage your coworkers because you can relate to their world. Exactly. That sort of thing. So whatever your gifting is, just use it for God's glory in the world, either pointing others to Christ and modeling Christ, or use it as in the church to build up his people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be complicated. No. Any final thoughts? Make it a goal for yourself. I know we talked about goals last time, but make it a goal for yourself to to reach out to someone with some sort of note or text or messenger. Um, you know, pay attention in announcements or in your Sunday school class of maybe someone that's going through something and make it a point to reach out to them. It's a blessing to yourself as much as it is to them because you're going to feel good that you've you've honored the Lord that way. So I would I would say make it a goal for yourself to reach out to one person a month. Mm-hmm. Start out that way if you need to. And also, I would add when you're driving to church, ask the Lord, who can I encourage this week? Is there somebody that I can encourage? It doesn't mean that you're going to go off to a kind of a one-on-one powwow and rehash the week or anything like that. It's just a matter of when you shake someone's hand or whatever, look them in the eye. How are you doing? And then wait for a real answer. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing all right. I had a doctor's appointment this week and oh, okay. How'd it go? And just li- listen for those cues. They're, they're there. They're all over the place. Absolutely. Just listen for them and then think, how can I serve this person with just a smile, a word of encouragement? I've had times where just encouraging someone is simply saying, well, you know, God's going to get you through it. Not in a Pollyanna way, but in a real way to which they say, yeah, yeah, you're right. He is. I know. He is. 
But that might jar their mind. It does. It does. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to be relying on the Lord here, and he will get me through it. Right. And um, it may be that they are relying on the Lord in that moment, but then I come along and say, to give them that boost, and they say, oh, yeah, you know, like it. it's just another breeze in their already full sail. That's true. That's true. And another way of doing that, too, when you go to church Go greet someone you haven't greeted before. You know, if you if you if you got your set group of, mm-hmm. of friends that you tend to to hang out with at church, which is great, right? Make it a, a priority to go greet someone that you don't normally say hi to, right. for no particular reason except you don't gravitate toward that side of the sanctuary. sanctuary. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't mean again that you got to do that every single Sunday. Yeah, because you, you never know. The Lord will guide. I mean, the Lord will put someone in front of you that. What you say will mean more than what you realize or, or what they may even acknowledge. Right. Well, we hope this has been encouraging to you. Yes, we do. If not, suck it up. <laughs> the Anthony F. Russo Gift of Encouragement School. That's right. And again, thank you so much for listening. So yeah. Thank you for listening, and we and look forward to talking to you next time. Yeah, God bless you, and take care. We'll talk to you next time. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian Podcast Community and the Society of Reformed Podcasters. For more information, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.